Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Happy motherfucking Alphabet Zoo Month. Yeah. Oh, oh, could you do, do that again? Yeah. From a distance, there's a special guest. We love to see it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Get the Belts, home of Melanin Magnificence, Kingdom of Belts. And I am your host, Miles. And I'm joined this week by a baby girl, by an absolute babe, a girl I went to school with, an actress, a poet, writer, entrepreneur, just all over badass bitch, Demi Lee Walker. Introduce yourself, babes. Oh, that was lovely. Into the mic, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was lovely. Thank you. Um, Hi. I'm Demi. Yes. Um, to be fair, I feel like my my journey of my labels of what I've been on, what I've been, has been like a long journey. I started as like a dancer, labeling mm. myself as a dancer, then an actor, then a mm-hmm. writer, and now I'm like artiste, creative. Comfort. I'm just creating, doing anything artistic that just splurges out of me. Love to see it. So we actually went to Erdang together. Um, that's where we met, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We were in a little musical called Ragtime. Yeah, that's where the the friendship blossomed. It did. That was the start of it. Yeah, all really, like we it? knew each other. Like we was in the same audition, if you remember. We were actually in the same audition together, but uh, obviously you did uh, diploma, I did degree, so we didn't have many lessons together. And it was in third year where we was like, yeah, mm. honeys. And then from there, from it's, then, been it's been a madness. It's been a bit. Woo! It has, but yeah, this is a journey. This, 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 this is Debbie. So, like, yes. Um, introduce yourself to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Get the belt. You know, we we recording from uh, two meters apart. If you can see us, you know, mm-hmm. social distancing, <laughs> social distancing, and that safety first. Kids. But um, yeah. So tell you know the girls, the boys, and the non-binaries, like, like. What what is it you do? You said you started off dancing. I know you've been in like some musicals around the world as well and done TV stuff. Like you know, speak on it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. Yeah, I was um, in a musical. Uh, I was on a world tour of uh, Matilda. Nice. Living my best life. I'd spent like out of dance college. It was always my dream to be in a musical, and then 
this is a funny story actually mm-hmm. i had done the workshop for matilda my first year out of graduation and oh. i'd done two weeks on it and i cried every single day i hated the whole experience i felt like i wasn't good enough the choreographer like made me feel really not good about life about my oh. whole my best friend had been in the show for so many years she told me so many great things yeah and then i'd done this two-week workshop and it like diminished any musical theater dream i ever had oh no and from that day i never auditioned for musical theater again oh i know um and then that's what sent me on like this acting journey um you know doing screen acting is something i always thought i had a talent in but yeah. because my training had always been musical theater and dance mm-hmm. i'd never really pursued it mm-hmm. So anyways, I left my agent and got a really good agent mm-hmm. and he really he still really does believe in me and he's just been pushing me for the acting. So I done a short film which was an LGBTQ film, my first ever film. It. Yeah, something in the closet and that Is like What was the name something in the closet? Something in the closet. Oh, and what was in the closet? <laughs> oh, my sexuality. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, and that was amazing that was for the BFI and I loved it and I was I watched it actually and I was so critical of myself because I realised like all my flaws as an actor Um, and unlike musical theatre you can't watch things back like so with TV when I saw myself I was just like oh I have so much to work on Um, and then after that I kind of was auditioning auditioning and then I got Aladdin, the live action, mm-hmm. which was so good. Yeah. Um, that was amazing with Guy Ritchie. That. Yeah, that was... That was <clears throat> time. <clears throat> <It's sore>. Yeah. <laughs> it's one that. <laughs> 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 it was a time. It was a time. Um, and I worked on that for like seven months in total, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. And then out of the blue came this call from Matilda. Mm. And I didn't audition, and they just was like, hey, we're going on tour in two months. Where was the tour? Uh, the whole of Asia. Wow. Yeah, and it was like, would you like to be in it? No audition, no nothing. Okay. Um, I hadn't even <laughs> been dancing <laughs> these times. And they was like, we've seen your tape from three years ago. Um, would you like to do it? And I was like, my agent was like, hun, like laughing down the phone to me like, we're not doing this. I was like, pardon? I've just been offered a year and a half around the world. Right. Steady income. Okay. I've never had steady income in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Give me... And literally, it's actually a traumatic story. I spent four weeks hysterically crying, anxiety attacks, panic attacks. Because what you got off... Because of the job offer? (laughs) Because of the job offer. Because you were scared about going back into it and doing... I, I was scared that I'd built up, I'd spent two and a half years with my agent building yeah. up this acting career, like, and I hadn't really cr- got to the milestones that I wanted, mm-hmm. but I'd built up really good relationships with cast and directors. I was still being seen by the same cast and directors, yeah. and I was creating a really good rapport. I was getting far on auditions, and it devastated me mm-hmm. to know that if I'd went away for a year and a half, not really established, I'd come back and have to, start everything again because do you think that that is really the case though like because i get like that a lot when i like years ago when i went on my like um cruise it was like oh you're gonna come back and no one's gonna know who i was like do you really feel like you'd get 
forgotten about after a year and a bit? Or like, would you not send emails whilst away? Like, no, I do believe that I would really? get forgotten. You know what? I spoke to so many people about. I spoke to my pop, my because lots of people in the industry would say that. You're yeah, gonna be no, about. because I spoke to my agents before. Yeah. Uh, my old agents, I even reached out to them. I was like, what did I do? I spoke to old drama teachers. I spoke to people in the yeah. industry. And I wasn't a credible enough actor to be remembered. I didn't have yeah. a, a, a big enough name to come back and be like, hey, I'm back, guys. And everyone's yeah. like, Jemmy's back. Everyone's yes. like, who's she? Like, yeah. You're just, you know, and I, these connections with like BBC, Netflix, like, it took me so long to even get in those rooms. Mm. And I'd got to like finals and recalls and stuff. And the prospect of me essentially leaving that all behind yeah. was like devastating to me. And it mm. was also devastating to me to think, how could I just dismiss this opportunity? And then I'd had loads of injuries before Matilda, this yeah. offer uh, had like my groin, I tore my groin, mm -hmm. I had back injuries. What were you I doing? <laughs> I was doing a scissor switch, honey. <laughs> hey! Speaking of scissors. <clears throat> not yet, honey, not yet. <laughs> not <there> yet. <laughs> oh, <can you> <laughs> Welcome um, to Get the Belt, baby girl. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, and I was also worried about my body, whether it would be able to sustain mm. that contract. Anyways, I, after lots of humming and hawing, I made the decision to go. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was a good decision considering we was about to enter a pandemic. Well, uh, <laughs> yes. Because at least I got f five weeks of employment of 2020. This <laughs> is more than some some of the creators out mean? there, babe. I think it was more than my year before when I was hustling auditioning Oh my every God, day. today. That's, that's fact though. So yeah, that is the long, hard journey to now. And yeah. now I'm writing. I spent the whole of lockdown. What made you start writing? I've always wrote. And what kinds of things are you writing? So since a young age, I always used it as my outlet for mm -hmm. like sadness and pain. Mm -hmm. um, and then over the years, it evolved to like poetry. And then I done my playwriting degree at Guildford School of Acting. Mm -hmm. And I started doing playwriting and then basically I didn't have the attention spam for that because okay. I just kept getting distracted. So anyways, I came to spoken word actually in lockdown one, I think it was. Um, I was writing a lot um, before Black Lives Matter and mm -hmm. all that stuff. I was just feeling a lot. I was feeling a lot of the weight of the world being a black person, LGBTQ, like all of mm -hmm. it was getting to me. So I, I was writing so much. I didn't have anything else to do. Um, and from that spoken word came and just a lot of, um, I had I spent a lot of time aligning what was important to mm -hmm. me. So I started writing a lot about um, all things that I see in Justin. So like the black struggle, the being a woman struggle, colonization, mm -hmm. white privilege, love, like all things that are current, but all things that have affected my life. And mm -hmm. they're not just written because of the time we're in. The, these pieces are some, some pieces I've resurrected from like five years ago and mm -hmm. bring back to life. Yeah. But yeah, so my aim with that is to make a poetry book um, by the nice. end of the year. 
and start doing all the visuals. Like I'm working on all the visuals, um, creating short films. I finally got like a little crew, a director, a camera person. Dirk. I know in these times it's wow. Oh, I can imagine. I know. I've literally been selling like my COVID pitch to everyone. Like get <laughs> my COVID pitch. Literally, <laughs> I, I had a whole presentation. Like this is how COVID friendly it'll be. That's <laughs> Please so work with me. Oh my goodness. So um, when you said by the end of this year? Uh, yeah, so my first uh, spoken word piece is coming out at the end of Feb. Oh! Yes. At the end of this year, February, that we're in right now. Yes. So in, 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 in three, three and a bit weeks, four weeks. Yeah, so it's going to be a, so I'm shooting end of Feb, well, mm-hmm. early end of Feb. And then the editing won't do it. My, my director is editing it as well. Okay. But she's going on to another shoot on the 5th of March. So she has to be done be with done. my edit before then. So Okay. <laughs> it's so we can days. expect nice things from, from nice Demi. Nice things. Okay. Nice, uplifting things. Okay, so we'll put all of your like, info on yes. the show notes. Thank you very um, much. Sick. Well, mm. let's get into the show. You know, every time we have a guest on uh, Get the Belt, uh, the word of the week is given by the guest of honour. So let's start the show off with word of the week. So what is your word of the week this week, Demi? My word of the week is very simple and very clear, but it's something we don't always do. <laughs> it's do. Okay. Do just do. I've spent so long procrastinating, mm-hmm. thinking, dreaming, talking about my ideas. Oh, there we go. She's back in the mat. Oh, we love to. So you see this? You've been. So it's been a minute since you've been in front of a, a, a you know, a mic like that, babes. Oh, <laughs> You're sorry, running away from it. Repeat that. That's fine. <laughs> we got you. Okay. Um, yeah. Do. Um, mm. Just do. Don't think about it don't talk about it don't even worry about fear just do what you want to do don't worry about outside perceptions or all the reasons why you can't all the buts just do it make it happen Mm. that is my word of the week yeah i needed it i hear that i hear that and i feel like all of us can kind of resonate with that and like connect to that word because there's always like life doesn't stop like life really just doesn't stop Mm -hmm. there's always something that we could slash should be doing so even with me it's just like yeah just just do it Mars. just do it just do it and i've probably even given a similar word of the week before but like yeah just stop like we had a conversation before we recorded Mm. this about not acting from fear and I feel like when you act from fear, act from fear, or fear, fear being the you know the birthplace of any action, uh, you generally won't get shit done, and you won't do that. So, well, it's the ego, isn't it? It's that little devil in your head that's constantly like telling you to be safe, and like the more you know, with fear, I've been doing a lot of spiritual work, and you know, learning yeah. about the ego and the chakras and everything. It, the 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 fear that we're having is provoked by the ego trying to you know make us safe make us stay in this safe place because that's what our brains trained to do keep us safe and you know it's breaking I um my life coach always said to me she'd only ever work with me if I was in the one percent and the one percent club are those people that just do like just 
Like they haven't got any excuses. They're the ones that are the high achievers. So it's important to just like always use your... Huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought you was about to be sick. Because um, we just saw the, no. the, 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 the Wendy Williams thing. I thought you was having a Wendy moment. I thought, I is she like, about I to drop? It's not well. It's like it's. I mean, I'm gonna keep it in because I think that's hilarious. No. <laughs> ah, but um, yeah. This this ain't live radio, babes. It it, it gets edit ed- 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 <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Keep it going, babes. <laughs> keep it going. Anyways, back. To, I was just saying, with the ego, we just need to keep it in yeah. check and keep it moving. That's the moral of the story. And just do do get do. that shit done this is it yeah february definitely is the month of doing well, in more be. ways than one mm-hmm. okay well thank you so much for that word of the week i hope ever, all of you take that through the rest of the week with you and just yeah get that shit done man get it done Oh, so uh, how has your week been this week? You know, it's February, like we said, is 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 LGBTQ, DL, uh, and all the other letters of the alphabet <laughs> <laughs> celebration history month. Um, what does that mean to you? Well, you know, actually, Miles, this is mm-hmm. technically my first year openly out, so it feels good. It does. It does feel good to like. I've been so explain out. first, because obviously not everyone is going to know who you are listening to. This. So what do you mean by like? your first year open openly out well um it's been a journey but we was you dl before was not you... even necessarily i just i'm a strong believer in i don't think you have to come out i don't think it's a mm-hmm. conversation that has to be have i don't see how straight people are doing it i don't see why we have to do it so my thing was um after i'd come out of a straight relationship and our was... stories are quite similar yeah very, very similar very similar and they in were fact. simultaneous in fact <laughs> but were they really because i feel like i was you know sucking on dicks before you was doing what you was doing with the girls <laughs> i was just looking for yeah. a long while um but yeah it took me it, it it took me i knew within myself but i didn't need to have it took me a long time to really come to terms with accepting it i knew what okay. it was i knew i was gay after I'd come out of my straight relationship. Is that the, 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 the adjective you would use? Or yeah. The, the one? Yeah. Okay. Because of, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. Because there's so many. There's like... I don't like lesbian. It has so many negative connotations. To really? Yeah. That is so interesting. I don't. I'm sorry. Like, wow. I'll that is say interesting. It yeah. With my chest. Like, I have so many insecurities about. I, you know what? This is why you're a bad bitch and this is why you're on the show because I respect you, like, so much for, for like, even just saying that because. I know that that's a thing. I like know not just for like lesbians, for like gay yeah. niggas too. Like is is a real thing. People want to say, oh, you know, you know that, that they accept them, themselves, but like we still, especially as like black people, have mm. many reservations and feel some kind of ways about some of these labels because of how we were brought up and taught to think and taught to believe. So I really respect you for saying that. But anyway, go on. Yeah, no, it's true. Like it just doesn't 
yeah it just makes me i it's taken me a long time to get here and that word just makes me feel uncomfortable growing up with the word people having negative connotations to it i just i feel comfortable saying gay i'm comfortable with who i am i'm comfortable Mm -hmm. with expressing it i don't the it's just the word like i just have so many negative flashbacks in my head when i say it Mm -hmm. like um, do you feel like that is a word that you could ever, you know, reclaim? Like, you know, like the word nigger or like even some gay men will be like, oh, I don't like saying gay. I'm just me in it or I'm, I'm, I'm queer or I'm, they'll well, say whatever. this is the thing. This is why it's taken me so long to get to having these conversations with my family. Mm. I don't give a shit about the label. Like, if you need a label to understand me, that's mm. your business. Yeah. It took me a long time to be like, am I gay? Because I'm such a free spirit mm-hmm. in my mind. Like, and I'm I'm a firm believer in never say never. Like, I'm not it's saying... Me too, God. I'm not saying, like, I'm <laughs> pansexual or whatever, but, like, I've been with a man. And yeah. now, and the last four years, I've been and with And how girls. long were you with a, a guy for? I was with him for five years. And how were those years? Were they were they genuine years? They were absolutely genuine years. Okay. I learned I learned how to love like okay five like it was five years of love, but yeah. you know, damaged toxic people that are naive. You know, shit happens, and yeah. I never actually. To be fair, I, I don't look at that relationship now with any pain mm-hmm. or regret because it was the it was the the shaping of who I am. You bet, because you're telling my, you're singing my Do song, you know girl. What I mean? You're singing my song too. And it's taken me a long, it took me a long time to even run away from that relationship mm. and who I was in it. Because I was like, no, that's not me. Da, 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 da. And then I was like, actually, those core, those core five years were the fundamental years of me shaping my morals. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have them. Because <laughs> I could have gone Facts. down a different path. Facts. You know, so no regrets. Um, but now I'm happy. Like I'm just living living my best life. I had the uh, after having a good old time mm-hmm. dating for three years. When you say dating, do you mean like dating or do you mean being a hoe or a little bit of both? Because I know I definitely had my both periods. Um, I would say d- dating uh, and having fun. <laughs> <laughs> www.semantics.com uh, One wouldn't call oneself a hoe, dear. I am a hoe and I stand in my size seven and a half hoeness and I own my shit. Yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't bask in the hoeness because I know that out of all my... Oh my God, you're really in this mic now. No, no, because... Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, I know out of some of my hoe friends that I'm not equivalent to them. Oh, yeah, me too, but I definitely know... There's been days when I've been plummeting on dicks and then sucking on another the next and then having a nigga on me and then me mm. in him the next weekend. Like I've been, I've done that, protecting myself, but I've definitely had a thirst. Oh, see, before. I try. I've never been dehydrated, but I've had a, a you know, a thirst, a need to to to, to drink. Uh, see, this is so I wouldn't say a hoe because I like to date someone whether I see any longevity in it for a long time to keep my numbers low. Right, say that again. <laughs> you like to date someone? For a long time? Yeah. 
so I can continue to have the same sexual partner to keep my lum- numbers low. You I- still think numbers is a thing? Is numbers a thing for you? Yeah. Because I was even just speaking to my friend the other day. I don't really know about, you know, the, I know you don't like the word, but the, the girls, girls, the lesbians, I don't really know how they'd be working because I'm mm. not. I'm not one. That's not my experience, and I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I don't know the life. You know, I'm, yes. I'm ignorant to it. So, like, is that a thing? Because I feel like numbers is, is is in the gay community. I would at least say with men's is is a thing, but they all lying about it. Like it's it means a thing, but everyone's numbers is high. <laughs> the majority of them, anyway, is high. So for in the in in the in your area. Is it more? Well, is to it be numbers honest, mean a thing, or with the girls that you've? No, it actually doesn't. Now, like, it doesn't mean a thing. I don't think I even have the conversations with people about their numbers. I rather not know. But then you yeah, find out well, when you go to Soho that everyone's dated the same people. Well, baby, like your best friend, my girlfriend is was. Oh, so you got a girlfriend? Sa- I do have a girlfriend. Oh, we love to see. But it. she was in the same friendship group as my ex. Oh. Like, come on. Yeah, it's close to home out here. Trust and me, and we met on Tinder. Trust me, like, babes. not even through friends, and they're still connected. Yeah, imagine, imagine <sighs> me. Yeah, in the in the in the gay, LGBTQ whatever, b- black community, I'd be following people that live in here in London on Instagram and done whatever I may have done. We had our business, whatever. They be following people in America mm-hmm. and they've done, had their business and they follow me too. And we mm-hmm. have had our, you know, contracts before and things. And it's all just a bit close to home, close to home, even across the ocean, which is still close yeah, to home. No, so yeah, I, I, I understand out here is baked. Oh, but yes. Um, the, the, so numbers they they mean they mean something to you. you want to keep them they, low. They mean for me. Given, it's not care. even about the numbers. It's my like. Cause I, I used don't to. Know. It's it's not about numbers. It's about for me. Um, I think I learned maybe a couple of years ago about spiritual energies and mm-hmm. then rubbing rubbing off on you, and sexual energies like people can stay on you, yeah. like they can they linger. They don't mm-hmm. just when they go, their energy is still on you, and that's what I didn't like. With I know it, you ain't about the dick anymore, but try remember to be keep the mouth near the near sorry, the near the sorry. mic. I was getting passionate <laughs> and just in my own zone. Oh. <laughs> yeah no so once i learned that about the energies Mm. to be before that my ex-boyfriend was very i don't want to say controlling but a little bit but a little bit (laughs) (laughs) say how it is babe say how it is he was very controlling yeah he always he was a strong christian and he always said to me about like you don't want people to ever you like sex is such a prideful thing it's a connection thing of love mm. and ever since i was with him for five years and i held on to that mm. like throughout coming out and everything about like really holding on to like a sexual chemistry uh-huh. like and not just abusing it and then i think about two years of really valuing that and like not meeting any lesbians that way i was like fuck it for a year and for mm. a year i'd, I'd I'd abandoned that rule and mm-hmm. just lived my best life. But then I came out of that and I went back to the... Sex is sacred. Is sex is... Not sex is sacred, but like I done... Like, I feel like it's sacred, but I feel like I could just be sacred with many niggas. Well, amen and to bitches. that one. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
well, it is what it is, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's a funny one I've been working through because now I'm in a relationship, I'm like, mm. should I had more numbers before? Do, does it matter? Do, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, is this my lifelong? Well, I hope it's my lifelong partner. Um, do, you know? Yeah. I, I, well, I've got to get one to think that, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... It's Question, would you have an open relationship? And what is open relationships like in the lesbian community? Because I know in the gay in the gay world with men there's a, it's a, it's a thing it's on the it's 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 right behind covid on its level <laughs> of being a part of people's lives and con- con- not contaminated with it but living with it i have not heard of any open relationships in the gay girl really scene. yeah really i'm not even joking i can't i can't tell you i'm not an expert like listen i've just been yeah. living out here for four years mm-hmm. um but no i don't know anyone and it's funny actually because i in my head only in my head explored the idea i had i'd never met anyone that yeah. would ever want to because i've tested the waters i'm like what do would you think if um if somebody came in the bedroom or if yeah. i with us or when it, i think we did it independently i like independent think i i think it's easy for me to say, oh yeah, maybe if I slept with someone, if she, le- if my girlfriend let me sleep with someone, it would be fine. But if she slept with someone, I would not well, be okay. I'm that's why I call it. That's why I call it. You know, the Pandora's box, honey. Once you open that, yeah, exactly. I feel so that if it's vice or work, it's not it's... working both ways. Then it's a no go. No, because I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not secure enough. Maybe oh, it's my really? insecurities as me thinking if she goes somewhere else that she's still going to love me as much. But I genuinely won't believe that because I'd be thinking that bitch has a better body than me. She's got better tits than me. Mm. I just, I'm not secure enough in myself to be like, really? I'm the best. So I don't. Do you know what? I, I felt to a certain extent, I agree I agree with you in terms of me and putting myself in that position. Like, like of course, I'm going to be insecure about certain shit, but I'm just going to think... I'm just a monogamous man, mm. period. So, like, I just don't want someone ramming my boyfriend's anus and making mm. his walls fall down. Like, I just don't know how I could feel. Like, I'm at the gym running on the treadmill. Meanwhile, you're swallowing Jamal's kids. <laughs> and I'm trying to just get here, get get snatched on the treadmill. Like... I don't know how I feel. I'm at home cooking a goosey <clears throat> stew and like sweating over the stove. Mm, no, and you got me. Jason bent over and you... Oh, okay. Why are we just going for the visuals? Because yeah. I need the people to really understand what it means. I like, no, I And even it. fuck that, sometimes it's, it's not even just about the sex. Like if I'm, you know, at work and you're sat down having Nando's with someone else, looking at them in the eye, calling them baby. Mm, yeah, no. But then come, oh. oh, how was your day? Yeah, it was good. You know, I met up with Karen. Mm-mm. We had Nando's. Mm-mm. No. To me, that won't fly. I, no. 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 I don't necessarily like condone it, but it's just not something that is on my spirit. I mean, if, if it works for people, literally. People, then I amazing think it, grace. I think it's, it's a strength in people, but I just don't have it. It is. Maybe I'll get there one day, but I still don't think I'll I be involved don't, in it. Ne- like you said, never say never, but mm. even though it is on the rise, just like gonorrhea, <laughs> uh, it, that's. I don't feel like I'm gonna be ca- catching that bouquet at the wedding. That's not gonna be. <laughs> not for me. It's not for me. Um, one thing I do want to ask. Um, 
is obviously as a gay guy, mm. I can say, you know, fucked him, fucked him. And someone, another gay guy, I say, oh, we've slept together. We fucked, we fucked, we fucked, we fucked. How do lesbians say we fucked? Because obviously, like, you ain't got pieces like we do. So it's not sexy. What do you mean? You gave me a face and that's to say you got a piece. You got a dick, bitch. <laughs> Wait, why are you saying, yeah, you got a dick? <laughs> you ain't got a dick. You ain't got, you ain't got a dick. No, of course. <laughs> the, the way you looked at me then, yeah, I forget you were well, an actress. You can buy them. <laughs> okay, so this is what I mean. So, like, for girls, like, how would you say yes? I uh, we that. slept together. No, I'd say I banged her or. Yeah, but based on what? Because I couldn't say I've slept with him because my penis was inside of his rectum or his was in mine's. Mm. If I've gave a nigga head or a nigga gave me head or we just kissed or like fingered each other, I'm not saying I fucked him. Okay. There was penetrative. Oh, God. There was that. That's how I say we fucked. And not every time. Maybe it's. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Oh, baby. Oh, my. Uh, you know, sometimes it's that. But, like, it's the action of... Okay, Miles. That is, I can say we fucked. So, for yeah. all, two girls, obviously, with that, that to happen... Okay, what, so... Do we? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> In a very brief way, there's many ways that pe- like lesbians have gay people have sex go- gay girls have sex yeah. so there's different formats but i think most girls would always say fucking or having sex because we don't in terms of what physical because act fingers do the same as a penis but like, i as a gay guy yeah can finger a guy but i wouldn't say that i fucked him but if my dick slid up in another motherfucker's ass mm. we fucked okay so i think uh, girls would still classify that. Most girls would still classify that. And so you guys' knowing... numbers must be sky high then. Well, there's a lot of they people were, it would out there. With... It would technically be higher than the gay guys because if 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 I included fucking as just touching, then bitch, I've well, not I ain't fucked everybody, but then my numbers would be incredibly higher if I'm now taking all of the sexual acts into being that we fucked we did bits but we ain't fucked but i think the girls. thing is with like not all girls like ev- all lesbian relationships they're different like every mm. sexual partner i've had has been d- completely different sex per se yeah um but when it comes to like i think okay here's another example of not mm. fingers toys yeah toys so if you're using toys on someone you could still say you fuck them without oh. using fingers do you know what i mean because you can still do that with a, a dildo or a vibrator or mm. whatever you choose to use but i think when it comes to like actual lesbian fucking like with strap-ons that doesn't really come like on a one-off thing it's something that is something you do with people that you've been with for more of a longer time oh see i didn't even know i would have just thought if no, because um, <clears throat> dildo hygiene. Like, are you going to be using the same strap on every girl? Mate, I've been with some men who got, they opened up the bag of their toys and that bag smelt like all the asses. That Babe, it was, it was, it was not, it wasn't pleasant, okay? It wasn't pleasant, but yes. No. Yes. Well, when so I So would was... you say everything by kissing then? 
licking a girl out, that means you fucked. Touching the girl, mm. we fucked. Yeah, I guess so. But it wouldn't be like oh. me saying I've... It's just like a, a a word that you'd use, isn't it? Like we fuck. Because you know what... As a lesbian, you know what that entails. Do you know what I mean? If I, if I said to another... So, my, like, obviously... They're not going to be like, did you use a... Did you use a strap on? It wouldn't be really. That. Yeah, it wouldn't be. So that. You would, would you just, guys have like? You just know what they mean. Like do bits. Oh, we've done bits. We wouldn't be in a club and be like, oh, like if you was out with your girls or out with me. Oh, we've done bits, but we ain't fuck. Okay, so so like that's doing the bits would be informal. Like if someone like fingered someone in a in the bathroom, that's like doing bits. But if you're sleeping with someone and having a whole session, then you're fucking. Do you know what I mean? But then, I, I, I don't know. So. I can't talk. I can't talk on behalf of everyone. That's no, just, just what yeah, I say. On, uh, yeah, on behalf of you, what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. I'd say, you know. Yeah. So it's got nothing to do with climaxing then? Well, Maybe if a girl makes you cunt, okay, we fuck. But if they don't, then mm, I'm still very virgin. rare that you wouldn't. Oh, that <laughs> sounds so good. <laughs> Again, a very different thing to a gay sex. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Not for not, me, but. <laughs> not for me. Not for me, I know. Uh, no. Oh, I'm moving this home mic so I can really be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't. Yeah, everyone gets at least one minimum. Oh, you see, that's one thing I envy you girls. Well, that's what we're like doing. You know, like don't forget with penetration, it's very much like a an experience rather than trying to make some. Like, if you want to see, I've, again, depends because when you you remember that song by Rihanna, "Sex with Moose," baby. I'm making you come. No, but when you're masturbating, it doesn't take you 20 minutes to get there. Do you know what I mean? It so, can do, but <clears> if I, I want, I can make it happen real quick. But exactly. it can do if I want to, you know. But with girls, it can be videos. as direct as that. Do you know what I mean? I can literally just go boop on the mark, and then I can just keep going back there for Hallelujah, 20 Bashanda. times if I want. <laughs> Shakalalala. Yes. <laughs> just boop on the dot. Wow. <laughs> boop on the dot. <laughs> So that's sorry. We we got real sad track, you know. Yeah. I always do that when we get to speak about sex, but like, that's so what, what 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 does LGBTQ History Month mean to you now, as opposed to when you were, you know, mm. straight? I would, would you say you were straight? Because like for me, I was I was straight before. I wasn't like pretendings. Mm. No. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't. Because my ex always knew that I'd um, dated a girl before him. Is it? Is it? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know this. Or did yeah. I? I don't know. I don't think I did. Mm. Mm. So I always knew that that, that was there. Okay. Um, but when I was with my ex, I was committed. Like I wasn't Facts. thinking about sexuality because that's what... So well, question, was. sorry, I keep on cutting you short, but could you be with a man again? I've got dick phobia now. Yeah, well, me too. It's real. It's real. I don't want it. No, no, I know. That's the problem with me. I still want it, but I'm. (laughs) No, because also men like there's obviously there's not a lot of good men out there. We know that. Yeah, we know that. And like they, there's more trash out there than good, and they just make me feel ill. They (sighs) actually make me feel ill, like because there's so much toxic masculinity out Mm. there. There's so much like white privilege out there like is an entitlement I never get entangled with that because well know, the i do I that's the problem niggas. that's where i oh, live yeah, i forget you play in the snow as well i live in the snow <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that's where I be. <laughs> yes, baby. Yes. So uh, your connection to uh, LGBTQ DL um, mm-hmm. History Month. What is it today? Today it means uh, pride, empowerment. Um, you know, the last couple of years, the first couple of years, I've seen black people even included in any sort of LGBTQ mm. acknowledgement, even like on adverts. Don't whatever. forget the DLs now, because they're part of the community too. And the DLs. Mm-hmm. DL. I don't even know. The what. DL men. DL. <laughs> Download. You know what a DL man is. Are you joking me, babe? You don't know what a DL man is? No. Where have I been? A DL man that 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 pretends to some people that he's a, a straight man. Oh, download. Does it download? Yeah, DL. Oh, there's he's DL. Yeah, they're part of it. In denial, men. Yeah, basically. Whether they're in denial to themselves or they live their but best life, but they get life. an acknowledgement. Oh, okay. Yeah, bitch. If a, if if you DL, but every Friday night you was in Soho going back to another nigga's house, getting your booty hole smashed out, then you are very much a part of the LGBTQ <laughs> DL community. Okay, right? I don't care if you in church on Sunday praising God and saying shun the gays. You are a part. This is your month too. <laughs> confused this is your month two now and some of them ain't even confused they know but they just straight up like they'll be lying to maybe not everybody all of their homeboys know their Mm. girls know sometimes it just be the wife that don't know Mm. (laughs) or the parents or the church or a couple of them when did they get acknowledged i've been acknowledging them they don't like to be acknowledged, <laughs> but oh, you are very much a part of this. They have broken from when you... so many of my friends' hearts. Men, <clears throat> I mean, I've never been broken hearted by them. Other things have been broken by them. <laughs> oh, my. So <laughs> It is what it is. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, they're very much a part of it, too. So, um, <laughs> forget what the question Sorry. was. So, it means pride for you. Yeah, and, inclu- and inclusion. inclusion. I think this is the first year that I've seen like real inclusive mm-hmm. and an under. It's not coming from a place of putting on a show. Yeah, there's an understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and you know they're making their mark this year on including everyone. What LGBTQ is the same with feminism. You know, black people were never included in it. The same with the LGBTQ yeah. of pride. That's why we created Black Pride. Yeah. And, you know, I think... Shout out Lady Phil. Yes. Um, But, yeah, so I think this this month's more important to me than any other month because I can finally be prideful of myself as well. Oh, we love to see it. We love to see it. Happy Oh, well, um, on that note as well, I would like to shout out to Acast. Um, Thank you very much for featuring Get the Belt podcast as a part of your Show Your Colours collection of um and it's their words not mine but the finest mm-hmm. lgbtq they forgot the dl part but you know the lgbtq plus podcasts mm-hmm. um yeah that are out right now they included us so thank you very much for including you know my little ghetto ass show yeah. in the lineup i appreciate that um but yeah let's let's continue on with the show mm-hmm. uh we're going to jump into a segment that we have here called melanin magnificent ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, guess obviously go first. Who does your melanin magnificence go to this week? <clears throat> okay, my me- melanin magnificence goes to this week, Issa Rae. Oh, come on, yes, come through. I was a fan, I was a fan, I was a fan of all her work, love and life. Uh-huh. But, um, this week, I don't know if she posted it this week, but I saw it this week. Yeah, um, she posted her vision board online. Okay. Of like all her goals and everything that she set out to do. And she was talking about, you know, how it's important to focus on your vision and mm-hmm. all the things that are important to you. Um, and all her goals for like creating diversity for black people. Anyways, mm-hmm. it was great. And it inspired me so much. And I know that I sent it to so many of my friends and they were like, oh my God. And it just put everyone, like everyone that I sent it to on a right path of like refocusing, like yeah. trying to find a way of like, um, being creative of aligning like exactly what we want and it also made me like really motivated so that's why she's we love to see it do you watch um insecure yes so good how do you feel about it ending wait is there a new season yeah she's filming um the i think it's season five or season six but this is the last season she recently actually spoke about it and was like as much as this is great and it was like you know my decision to end mm-hmm. it i'm also like am i gonna be relevant now because this is what made me and she's like i'm really like you know everything's in limbo i'm like what's gonna be my next thing same with what's her name michaela the one that is it michaela cole Cole that did um chewing gum yeah yeah yeah. you know she probably thought the same thing but if Mm. we know one thing now black sells and being your authentic black self sells honey we gonna buy it honey we're gonna buy it Issa. it's okay we love to see it So my melanin magnificence this week goes to a young girl um, from London by the mm-hmm. name of Meg Megan Chambers. Now, um, so she used to be a private chef cooking in Ibiza and Cornwall and stuff like that. But obviously there was no jobs with COVID. And um, what she decided to do was to create a business mm-hmm. uh, which made ready meals, seasonal, like f- from farm to table, mm-hmm. uh, delicious and they, the, the meals are delicious. I've had the privilege, you know, of t- like tasting uh, some of the food. Um, 
and yeah, she has made these meals. It started off like, so yeah, she made over 400 meals for the NHS, uh, 150 meals um, for school children in which she collaborated with Marcus Rashford. Mm. Um, and she tries to keep things simple. Uh, there's five main, five main meals that come out each week. Uh, again, they're all cooked to order to make sure that there's no waste. She works with suppliers that are going out of business because of COVID. So, uh, you know, it's just another another black girl out here seasoning her food, mm-hmm. helping the economy stay afloat and small businesses stay afloat, mm-hmm. working to keep the NHS full on good meals, uh, working to feed the school kids because, you know, the government are doing trash. You know, Boris Johnson isn't even feeding his kids, let alone um, the, the children of the nation. But, you know, we move. Mm-hmm. Um, she's worked with uh, Solace Charity, uh, with the seasonal apricot conserve. Like, she's been out here. She's she's even doing an event where she's raising money for the British Heart Foundation uh, this month uh, mm. um, by cooking lemon tarts. Like, she's just a bad bitch. Yes. Like... So, yeah, you can um, check out Megan Chambers. I'll put on her um, Instagram in the show notes. It's uh, Megan Makes on Instagram. And you can see all of her delicious food. And you can see her little face on it. She's so cute and beautiful. And it's just nice to see another black girl, a black woman, um, not only just helping, like, save our country right now and working to be charitable, Take an initiative to make a business, to make a coin, and doing it, you know, one pinch of seasoning at a time. I think mm. I just live. So, congratulations um, on creating this, uh, seeing the opportunity, and yeah, you are my melanin magnificence this week. Mm-hmm. So, let's jump into Miles Measures, where we will discuss all the shenanigans mm-hmm. of the past week. <clears throat> So, do you, are you familiar with the um, the comedian Lunel? Lunel, black girl, black lady, black woman. I've seen her face before. Yeah. So, basically, she put out something on her Instagram where she was like, you know, shout out to these like, online workshops that are supporting like, LGBTQ people and like talking to them about, um, I think it was like counselling or things of that nature. And she received a, a backlash, you know, from the homophobes. The homophobes were just in the comments like, why are you talking about this and blah, 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 blah. And she had a message for them, which um, I want to, I want everyone that is straight that listens to the show, if they're, well, there are a few, but like, yeah. This is what an ally for the community looks and, and sounds like visibly for everyone to see. So this is what she had to say to the backlash. I'm really disappointed in my people being as shitty and judgmental as they were about the post that I put up about counseling for gay youth. First of all, I put whatever the fuck I want to on my motherfucking page, whether it's Kelvin Hunter or whether it's motherfucking gay and lesbian counseling. Whatever the fuck I want to put on my page, I put on my motherfucking page, number one. Number two, do you know how many kids commit motherfucking suicide a year because of y'all's bitch ass, judgmental, hypocritic motherfucking asses. I know what the Bible says. I know how I want my child to live her life. I wouldn't pick gayness on any child for the bullshit that they have to go through with people like some of you motherfuckers. 
I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Um, that was taken from uh, Gay E magazine. Um, source I'm really like starting to enjoy the things that they put out. But um, I want to like I almost like could easily very much give her Melanie Magnificence, but she rich and famous already. She only know, know she she's definitely Melanie Magnificence. I met her in Jamaica actually. Mm. Got a little picture of her just before mm. I jumped off the, um, some cliff at Rick's Cafe. But we move. Um, that is what being an ally looks like. An ally looks like for me. Mm. That's what it looks like. That's what it sounds like. Um, the fact that she even posted something anyway is incredible. And then to actually vocally respond to people that were putting backlash out there. I don't I don't know what the um charity was or I'm presuming it is an American charity, but like mm. I just stand with her for that, for like for being a true ally. Like it's very rare that you see someone being as raw and authentic like that. And she's a straight a straight woman. Mm. So I yeah, I was very much here for that. Um, I mean, I hope we can work towards a society where we don't have to praise the allies for doing the work that they should be doing. Do I you know, know I, mean? I, I do, I do, but right now, praise I feel like it needs to, especially as, yeah. a, especially as a, a black woman. Mm. Yeah, she's got platform, and she is using it correct. And you know, there are people like I'm very much a part, of the, a, a part of the same school of thought where it's like do we congratulate a fish for swimming but unfortunately we do live in times where you know I'm sorry but like I live for a bit of validation I do mm-hmm. as a human being I do I can v- validify myself very easily mm. but I tell you when someone else who That's either it. knows you or doesn't know you and says by the way I see you mm. and I see what you're doing baby and it like it's working and I'm proud of you. Keep it up. That's yeah, that's no, dope. It feels good. You know what? It feels fucking good. So mm. cool. Shoot me the fuck down. But I don't mind a little validation. Like even you, my my you. little podcast being put up. Like I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing my work. I do whatever. Like whatever, whatever. But like for Acast to be like, yo, we're featuring your show as part of this. Did that's I need nice. that vil- validation? I know I didn't need it. But did it make me feel good? And will it push me harder? Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. So when people say, oh, you know. White people, for example, not being racist and like speaking up and saying the right things. Well, we, we shouldn't be um, uh, praising them or whatever, whatever. They should be doing that. Yeah, I get you. But also, when they get praised, it's going to make them want to do it more. Mm. It's going to make um, it's going to make them want to do it more. Um and hopefully in, inspire other people to do it. And I don't see anything wrong ever in spreading a bit of joy. Mm-hmm. Letting someone know, like... Yeah, no. Well, yeah, true. yes, you should be doing it. But also, well done for yeah. doing what you should be doing. Okay. Because far too you. often we put our attention to On... the motherfuckers. Yeah. And it's sometimes you. like, yeah, yeah, I am. I should Great be doing this. Well. You know? It's mm-hmm. just, it's just. I guess it's like when you're in a relationship. Yeah, you shouldn't be, you know... I'm not going to praise you and give you a round of applause every time you come home and you haven't cheated on me. Mm. But you know what? Every once in a while, I'm going to take you for dinner because I love you and I'm showing you I appreciate you. Mm. And why do I appreciate you? Because you are doing all the things that are right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when people do do the right things and like show like um, allyship, be it you. for um, people's sexuality, the genitalia people have or racism or whatever, like I feel like you congratulate people because number one what is the harm yes people should be doing it but what like 
uh, showing people a bit of appreciation. I hear you. You know? Um, in other news, um, Cardi B. So she posted a little picture saying that she's got a new single called Up that is dropping on Friday. Um, the artwork was cute. You know, she looks like she's just in a, like a little bubble, uh, half naked with some stilettos and like some diamonds and things covering her titties. She's above a pool and it just looks pretty. Like, she looks great. I love Cardi B. I'm excited to hear it. Are you excited, Demi? Yes, I am. It's been a while, man. It has been a while. When was the last Cardi B, like, drop? I'm not on it with the times, but her last album was the... Press, 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 press. Cardi don't need no press. That was ages ago. Yeah, that was... I'm excited, man. I love her. I'm excited. I really like her. I'm excited. She's going to be cussing someone. The clips that come up of her, like, in her house, where, like, have you seen that clip where she was listening to Wet Ass Pussy and then you see her child coming over and she's like, what? Nope, nope, nope. nope." And then she turned off the song. (laughs) She even got dragged for that. She was like, oh, why were you going to make music that you wouldn't play in front of your children? And she was like, well, for start, all my music isn't made for kids. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> smart, smart answer hun. <laughs> yeah love, love me some cardi mm. um i didn't know she was coming out for something new yes um so uh, this could have very much been uh melanin magnificence but uh, you get melanin you are melanin magnificence as well but basically there is um a uk uh customizer um by the name of Afro Kicks on Instagram, uh, which is A F R O Kicks, but with a Z, so K I C K Z. Um, by the name of Ida Kiraya, uh, and she is customizing Air Force Ones with African prints. And the stuff mm. looks fucking dope. Sad. I'm gonna be placing my order, I'm gonna be supporting that black business. Um, would you rock that? I would. They're cute, in it? very nice. I, w- I, w- I want to know if, if you can send her the fabric you want to use. Yeah, I was thinking there must be like, like could you just send the fabric you wanted? <laughs> I'm here for it. Like, look at the, the black women just out here making COVID work for them. How about this that? This is it. We love to see it. We love to see Doing it. Doing the thing. Uh, so in more gay ass news, Netflix are adopting a queer graphic novel, The Witch Boy, into an animated a musical. Um, so I read this from the Gay Times. So the graphic novel written by Molly Knox Ostertag is set in a world where girls become witches and boys become shapeshifters, with those who defy this order getting exiled from society. The series follows a 13-year-old Aster, a male who has not yet shapeshifted and is fascinated by witches. He sounds a lot like me. (laughs) (laughs) When a danger threatens other boys, Aster knows he can help, but only as a witch. And he receives support from a non-magical and non-conforming friend, Charlie. The synopsis for the the Netflix adaptation confirms that it will follow this magical story as it states... In a secret magical community where girls are born to be witches and boys grow, grow into shapeshifters, Aster is surprised to discover his emerging and um, extraordinary witch powers. When a mysterious danger threatens his world, Aster must embark on a journey to uncover the truth behind himself, his powers, and everything that is magical. Uh, so the film is set to be directed by Oscar-nominated director Mink, um, Minkyu Lee. 
uh, while Maria Melnick escaped the room series, that's what she did, is writing the script. I am here for it. I, you know, I love me a musical. I love like some witchcraft and wizardry mm. and them things there. Very much a Harry Potter boy, very much, you know, Lord of the Rings, um, them things there. I'm very much here for a, a queer gay story. Now, I zoomed into the picture and it looked like he got spiky hair. It would be nice if he was black. I don't know, it's animated, but. Mm. It would be nice if we could see some some diverse characters in there because we don't really see many black and brown people in like witch and wizardry things. Mm. Yeah, no, I haven't seen anything like that. The babes, the mic. <laughs> Sorry. No, it looks interesting. I haven't heard it. Do, about it do, innit? So I'm going to be on the lookout for that. And also, if they're casting, if they, if they want some British accents, I mean, I can give you American if you want. They're coming the, through with all the black animation at the moment like soul everything speaking of black animation who knew it was so easy to just put a well a color on a screen wow um wakanda tv series is in the works at disney plus with black panther director Mm. ryan coogler i am excited for this Mm -hmm. a wakanda tv series Oh my god, the storylines are wild. <laughs> Isn't it, babes? Let me know. Get me seen, ah. bitch. Um, so, yeah, the Ryan Coogler is developing a TV series that is set in Wakanda as a part of a five year deal with with Disney <gasps> for his production company, Proximity Media. How Get exciting. me booked. Get me booked. And if I ain't in it, I definitely i am going to be talking about it. I'm going to be getting mm-hmm. into that. Um, Kanye West is being sued by Sunday service choir and crew in a class action and could face up to $30 million in damages. Mm. There were rumours before that, you know, Kanye was being stingy with his money yeah. and not paying, you know, his ch- the gospel dem, the choir dem. Uh, obviously, it's come to light that this is now facts. It's been taken to court. He's yet to release a statement about it. I found it all very mad, especially because it's like church things. Mm. Like you would have thought you would have at least acted by the book while you're preaching the book. <laughs> but no, um, you know, but no, uh, Kanye West is just not out here paying. He's lost the plot, man. Been yeah, lost the plot. Do you know what I mean? So like you can't even really be like, is that a sane choice? Because he's not really sane at the moment. <sighs> We've had one of the um, singers, uh, singer in her own right, um, Keisha Renee, uh, who is a country singer. She's, you know, was finalist on The Voice of the US. Mm. Um, Team Christina, I think she was. She's currently Nicki Minaj's backing singer, one and only backing singer. She's on all the, any mm. any Nicki Minaj song you hear that has got a vocal in the back, a female vocal, it's her voice. Mm. Um she also sang Sunday Service Gospel Choir. She's also been a guest on this show. Ooh. So, girl, have you got your money? That's what I want to know. Is you got yours? Okay. Ooh, spill the tea. Spill it. I'm going to text you later, babes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would like to just talk about um, Beyonce's children. And I'm not talking <laughs> Sir Blue or Rumi. I'm talking Chloe and Halle. Mm-hmm. Chloe and Halle Bailey. Now... They have always been fucking amazing to me. I've always loved them. I love their songs. I love their acting on um, uh, Grownish. Um, they're just a vibe. Now they've always had their own their their joint Instagram account, Chloe and Harry. And then earlier last week, they made 
their own ones as well. Mm. I don't know if you've seen, but while Hallie's been, you know, very cute, very much take a picture in the mirror with, you know, a cute knitwear that mm. complements my gorgeous skin and show all of my teeth because they are better than yours. Um, those kind of vibes grab grabs the guitar in an oversized sweat. Mm. Organic shot. Organic. Very much giving you Disney princess. Mm. I am the Little Mermaid in the next upcoming <laughs> film. Very much giving that. Yeah. Um, her sister has um, very much been giving us Beyonce partition, <gasps> dancing in the bedroom with all of the thick thighs, no. saving more lives in the NHS, just just doing bits. And that was not a drag to the NHS before anyone comes for me. Um, just giving us Beyonce. Like... Mm, come through. We love... Like, we really... I we love, love to see it. To see it. Um, she actually received so, 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 so much love from not just me, but the rest of the world, like, and just saying, babes, you look great. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Talented. She did show shots of her, like, in the studio, like, making music and stuff, which we mm -hmm. spoke about last week. And I actually thought she might be doing, like, some solo stuff because mm. who knows. But, um, she actually then went on to Instagram Live and spoke about her insecurity uh, and that she, up until recently was like, I'm, I thought I was fat. Like, I didn't like it. Mm. Like, um, and she like got emotional and broke down. She was like, I'm, it, it kind of was a kick in my black ass because she was like, oh, you know, it's, it's taken me such a long time and I'm 22 and I can finally say like, I'm, I'm happy mm. with my body. I'm like, I'm, I'm 29 and I'm yet to say I'm finally happy. So for you to be saying that 22 is, incredible mm. um and the pressures on women and on men because i believe it is both ways it really is mm. um on bodies um is is wild so big up for you for being so vulnerable with us thank you for allowing us into your space more chloe really appreciate that um and you're not fat babes you're th people wish they had your hips and your ass babes they wish people pay money for that Kanye West's wife paid money for hers, babes. You got yours for free from Jesus. Bandasha. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Uh, what else has happened? <gasps> Saved by the bell. Dustin Diamond was found dead at 44 <gasps> from cancer. Do you remember he played Skeeter? Is it Skeeter? Gone. I used to love Save by the bell. Yeah, that man. Was the best. It's been gone uh, for so many years. R.I.P. Dustin. 44 that really makes me feel old now because he was a he was mm. a child in that series and i was yeah, man. but what mad matting 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 um netflix has named uh shonda rhymes bridgerton its biggest series ever oh. and once again i would like to say on air cast me i can be the duke's son in season two, <laughs> I'll shave my beard, you know? Mm -hmm. I can talk like that. I can very much do that, you know? RP, absolutely, Daddy. Daddy, of course. Of course, I can do it. Of course, Daddy. <laughs> and if you don't want me to be the son, and Shonda, you want to mix it up, I can be Duke's side Duke. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I would happily record some scenes. <laughs> Have you seen Bridgerton? No. Wow! I know. How? 
I've been recommended it by so many different You people. need to watch it. You could be in it, girl. Yeah, I know I could be in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, know th- I know that. that. Uh, I know that much. I yeah. know the skill set. Um, but I don't know. I got put off of it because... Um, the hype? Yeah, the hype. And usually when there's a lot of hype around things, I, I wait. Because I don't know, I just missing do. that, babes. And then I heard a lot about the colorism in it, and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to get angry. The colorism, yeah. Well, I mean, there's colorism in everything, and you can find. You know what? The thing with me, you know what? <clears> the <throat> thing with me, especially since I've been out here doing get the belt and really being active with my activism, mm. is you find you look for a problem, and you'll find it, girl. You'll find it. You will find it. So you could go to a a, a, a Black Lives Matter fucking rally mm. and look for colorism. You'll find it there too, bitch. If you want to find something, you're going to find it. I believe in the law of attraction. Okay. I hear you. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, it showcases black talent. Mm-hmm. As in, in the extras section and as the leads, which mm-hmm. I'm very much here for. Yeah. In, a, in, a, in, a, in a very, you know... Prim and proper. Yeah, my nuns, my nun Prim watched and it show. and she was like, it's just so nice to see Stunning. people mixing. Even Kelly Rowland was out here saying, it's just, I've never, I've always seen, you know, like these British accents and like mm. all of these beautiful gowns and like this like, mm. like in, old English, English way, culture. but I've never seen it with people that look like me. Yeah. And we were here, hun. We Babes. have been here. Babe, if you Google England's black queen, we've had a whole black queen. Yeah, I know. Google it, facts. I didn't I know, know this. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Me, uneducated. Uneducated. So shout out to you, my Duke and Shonda, uh, for being, you know, the biggest uh, series to date. Woohoo! Um, can't be bothered to talk about that. So ITV has cancelled Britain's Got Talent 2021 due to COVID filming struggles. Um, am I bothered? Not really. No. Um, but there you go, guys. Sorry if that affects you. Um, a weed factory has been found near the Bank of England, which I find jokes. <laughs> jokes. Back. A big one. So following reports of a strong smell of weed in the heart of London... Uh, the police have discovered a massive cannabis factory near the Bank of England. Officers have found 826 plants in the basement of a non-residential property on Throgmorton Street in the city of London. Mm-mm-mm. Officers have said that this is the first ever cannabis factory discovered in the capital's financial district. Two people have been arrested. Mm-hmm-hmm. I wonder who these people are. That is so... I think that's such a gag. Such a gag. I can't be bothered to even speak about this. Right. Right, so some Birmingham rapper by the name of Moogs. Moogs. M-O-W-G-S. Heard of him? Mm -mm. Neither have I. Uh, Basically, there's these pictures of him. He's like some black guy, long hair. Um, I don't know. He looked like... Either... Somali, Asia, I don't know. What would he look to you? I don't know. Anything. Anyway, apparently he had his chain, that same chain you've seen on him. Apparently he had that stolen by his friends. It was in all of the in mm. all the blogs. I didn't really understand. I'm thinking, who the hell is this guy? And then they all started posting things like to their Instagram stories like, like their, you know, their statements of what mm. had happened and like the shade bro would post this person that person the way they speak on there is 
I didn't understand it. Let me read you a bit just so you can get the context. Mm. Actually, do you know what you read it? How would you read it? This is his statement. There ain't no rules. Into the mic, babes. <laughs> there ain't no rules out here. And I know that 100%. I don't owe no one out here nothing. Especially when they ain't done newing for me. But I will show the niggas in the hood some respect. All my close people are state. <laughs> state. And I got them. Everybody knows I'm a humble oot man. We've never stunt on my guys that's weird out here. Niggas just hate live bear man snakes out here. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing else on this again <laughs> it's the new in for me <laughs> that took me out i had to say in the comments <laughs> okay but what does new in mean spell n-u-e-n <laughs> is it no one someone said nothing I, someone said that's what it meant like nothing who all i know is i didn't i didn't know that i couldn't properly speak english or i i, I don't just, know what accent i was doing there but i was just going with what i felt but basically <laughs> i don't know whether he's got the chain yet but apparently his friends was told were said to have allegedly stolen the chain from underneath his nose because they was jealous about his success mm -mm. as this successful <laughs> rapper that i've never heard about mm. uh and they took the chain and it's made the news and then he released that i don't know and there's so many wonderful things going on in the world and that that makes headlines mm. <laughs> well at least one nice headline we have is that the black lives matter movement received the nobel peace prize um nomination which is very deserving i think um to receive that nomination yes. um i feel like that's about it for um mars measures um uh one thing i do want to quickly chime into because mm. we are for time for time for time is the Wendy Williams documentary. Yeah. Uh, she's obviously, she's not a part of the LGBTQ community, but she's definitely an icon. Yeah. In the, like, the gays love her. The straights love her too, but I mean, the gays. Yeah, I hear They her. gag. The LGBTQDL people mm -hmm. gag over her. So we both watched, actually, the film that came out and the documentary um, about her life. And what, what were your thoughts? I really really liked it mm. i thought it was a really like honest portrayal of her life i just mm. i thought it was re a really good story like it's her life like not gonna come for her life but i just felt like it seemed pretty like i don't know like i hear the, you the film right yeah the mm -hmm. film like i just felt like she was talking about like all this trauma and pain and i just she she just touched on the surface of it all. I just didn't feel like there was. I felt I I felt for her and I understood the story and the narrative and the acting mm. was good. I just, it was very Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and glamorous. It was, but yeah. even, I remember like even the scene where, um, like even like referring back to Michaela Cole, mm. uh, for those that watch, I may destroy you. Um, in this. In this movie of Wendy Williams, she's sat on the toilet when she first discovers that she's having the, her first of many unfortunate mm. uh, miscarriages. And, you know, she's wiping her, she's going for piss, she wipes her, her vajayjay, and then we see the blood, and then, like, mm. she zooms out, and it's the, the camera zooms out, and it's, like, sh the shock, the emotion, and then we cut to another scene. Mm. Even it, that looked 
pretty. Mm. Whereas like Michaela Colsey, and I remember like she's, I don't think there's even blood in it, but she just goes to put on a tampon. And it just seemed way less prettier. It just seemed more real. Mm. It seemed, because um, I, I don't want to say nasty, because it's not nasty to put on a, a tampon. It's like normal, but it just didn't look as, it was made to look normal and not necessarily special. It was just putting in a tampon. It seemed mm. very day-to-day, whereas it seemed, again, very Hollywood. Everything was like, pretty and nicely done yeah now i'm thinking of it as kind of reflective of her and her whole persona over the years isn't it online that she's always created this on her program this Mm. facade of being happy and she hasn't been you know no she says that in the documentary so she's like i you know struggle with having to go to work and be this happy person speaking about this and that whilst i was going through you know Mm. being cheated on um she was raped uh she's all these miscarriages, mm. uh, the, the family actually not being as put together as it portrayed. Yeah, for sure. And having to walk out every day on the Wendy Williams show and be like, How are you Hello, Gail! Hello, everyone! How you doing? Da, 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 da. Which, um, yeah. yeah. But I, I got so much respect from her from watching it, man. One, yeah. I literally, I'm like, I actually, like, you're kind of like, I look up to you a little bit, you know, the determination. The determination mm. and the ownership like, yeah. of who she is man like she's standing in yeah. who she is That's... i look up to her i would say a lot mm. um i obviously messy but like that's her job like yeah for sure and you know to some extent indirectly i've been i would say inspired by her because look yeah. at me i do i don't do hot topics on here but i do miles measures and i talk about the things mm. that are going on um and you know she does it like ev- she's been doing it now for years very much in in, in the people then business but and people want to hear it yeah no matter do. and no matter what she says that she'll she'll get them on their show mm-hmm. the, the celebrities themselves ask the questions that everyone wants to know that people like we heard the Whitney interview yeah we heard the Mariah Carey Mariah Carey interview where she's literally says like so when did you last suck a dick <laughs> like and it's I'm here for it. And she does it unapologetically so. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I think I definitely, I, I, I re- that resonated with me is the, um, you know, the desire to keep on doing more, to be successful and like turn a blind eye to things that are um, either upsetting you uh, and then only really feeling it when you've realised that there's no one here. Because she was like so... Mm-hmm busy with like her work and doing things that you know when shit did hit the fan and she like couldn't take it anymore being cheated on by her husband like she broke down in the documentary and said literally there was no one to call Mm. and of course she probably had friends and like things like that and like she said i could call my sister and my brother they would just say they would just leave and it's like sometimes you you want to talk to someone and she had no one to actually talk to that being said do this do this do this and like that's I mean sad. that resonated with me. It is. It is. Mm. One thing I definitely did take from it uh, is at, I think it was quite near the beginning. She said, "There's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about me except for that I am my own best friend." And I said, "Wow." Mm. I said, "I need to be that because I'm not my own best friend." Yeah, I'm not. I am not my own best friend, bitch. No. I'm really not. That's sad though, isn't it? It is sad. Like the way I speak to myself. 
you know. Well, this is it. But the way I speak to myself, or sometimes I don't speak. I go off on this podcast about niggas not messaging me back. I sometimes don't be speaking to myself back. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And no, I'm we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to. And I leave me on red. And I and I stay in my bed. And I order, you know, pizza. Mm. And I don't respond to me. So when she said, "Am I like you know what is special about me?" Is I'm my I'm my own best friend. I found that to be golden. I yeah, like that. Yeah, very resonating. What did you take from it? Like something that inspired you or whatnot? Well, I think it's just the the her whole unapologetically her. Mm. Like I just I find it so people think I'm a confident person, but when I actually see people that truly believe yeah. in themselves and who they are and their talent, I just find it fucking amazing because I'm like. I'm trying to get to, I've been striving for that for so many yeah. years and that there's so many insecurities and, you know, fear and everything that we were talking about in my way. So when I see people just doing the thing, like, and being there and fend itself, like, and she's had that since the get-go. She wouldn't yeah. have got where she got without, without having that being... from at the young age because it was her hunger mm-hmm. and her love for herself and knowing her talent that got her through. And she I'm like, was doing the word of the week, babe. She was like, just do, 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 do. do. Every day was doing, do, literally. Doing the thing, doing the coke, which she stopped, thank God. Isn't it? But she was doing, 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 doing. Yeah. And this is it. This is it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm quite inspired by her, actually. That inspired me. me. It was entertaining. Yeah. It definitely was entertaining. Mm. Again, made me say, fuck these niggas <laughs> again. Huh? That faint, I'm sorry. The faint. I know, I, we even had to rewind it when we oh, watched it because it, it was, it, did make it was entertaining. <laughs> it was really entertaining. <laughs> And cocaining. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Like it was horrible, and I even felt whole... bad when I watched it back because I know all of us <laughs> laughed. I know all of us listeners. Maybe ninety-eight percent of the listeners of this show laughed when we saw that video. I've it's seen it sad. so many times, not because I was crying so or poor, because I laughed from my ball sack when I watched that. <laughs> oh, I but after watching the film, head. it is sad, but it's funny. I wonder yeah. if she's laughed to it. Yeah, she would have. I think, she, <laughs> I think she can look back now and be like, oh shit, I was slipping. Yeah, well. <laughs> but she seems in a much happier place. Again, she's another uh, She's another uh, uh, proof that you can have a man come up, run up in your life, run up your, your, your credit card, run up in your, in your, in your, in your holes, mm. run up everywhere, do you wrong, lie to you, and you can come out. Yes, a bit battered up, but mm. come out stronger, better, badder. And she went on and got her new man. I don't know whether they're still together now. I don't know, but she's, yeah, she went out there. She went out there and she was reclaiming her life. And I thought, mm. you know what? Props to you, girl. Props to you, girl. Props. But I definitely recommend watching the Wendy Williams um, film and documentary. Really entertaining. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that yeah, that is definitely it now for Miles Measures. Um, before we get into the segment, get the bell. I want to have another little like, just a little, another little gay talk. Seeing as it's you know, LGBTQ History Month. Um, what LGBTQ history do you know? Do you know any? I don't know much. I won't lie to you. Hmm. Um, I I'm terrible with names. I can tell you the people. Um, I think her name's Martha, so black lady done something. Um, but actually, I don't know much. I don't know much. 
on it. And you know, it's funny because in all my writing, I don't really touch on sexuality at all. Really? Yeah, because I've just seen my black struggle as so much more of a struggle than my LGBTQ struggle that I've never seen it as my job to really? do the work. Yeah, and actually it's only really been this say... year I f- feel like, oh yeah, it's my job. I'm never one to do the struggle Olympics. I believe mm. every struggle is a struggle in its own right. But would you not say um, that, <clears throat> no, I don't, again, I don't do struggle Olympics, but I feel like your black struggle you will have whilst out in the world amongst the whites. Mm. Of course, colorism can come into play within the black community, but again, it's not a black struggle. It's now a separate issue. Mm. Um, whereas when you go home to your black family and you're with your black friends, mm. that black struggle is like, it, it's, it stops around those people, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. So would you not say when you're out and about in the big badass world around the whites and the blacks, um, there is an LGBT struggle there? Um, Being a, a, a non-straight person in a straight world that caters to heteronormative systems, ideologies and structures. Yeah, no, I definitely think it, do- it does, it does. but in the same breath, for me, I, I, people assume I'm straight. Mm-hmm. And like I've never, but that's a privilege, isn't it? That's, yeah, like, that's, that's like exactly the privilege of the exactly and privilege. Even when I do look boyish, people still <laughs> don't boyish. don't assume I'm gay. Like it's their last their last assumption of me. So I've never had any like bias or anything like that from it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you do, would you say that, um, you know, uh, that there is a LGBTQ DL struggle? Oh, yeah, yeah for okay. sure. So we but we established that the, the, the black struggle when you're out in the, badass mm. world, in the badass world is there. Yeah, for sure. And then you go home, it stops. Because you obviously in mm-hmm. a black household, if you end up living in a black yeah, household. Yeah. Uh, if you are black and you go out into the world there is a LGBTQ struggle. Mm-hmm. My thing is often when, uh, especially in the black community, now when you go home mm. to your black family, not always, but your black struggle will stop because now you're with your people. Mm. But that LGBTQ struggle even exists mm. where you're meant to be safe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For I many hear people. You. I hear you. Again, it's yeah, not about struggle Olympics. True. People have been murdered. You know, there's not been a... There's not... I don't want to say too much because I don't know my... Sh- the, the ins and the outs, but there's definitely not been a... The way there was a slave trade, there's not been a gay trade. Well, there's, mm. there's gay trade, but that means something yeah. else. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, they're two different things. But I just know that, especially as like a person of colour, as mm. a black man, uh, as a, a part of the LGBTQ plus community... I do feel like that struggle is is very much there, like in my in my safe space around my blacks. Oh yeah, for and sure. Yeah, if not more dangerous when I'm around black people than opposed to the whites that are, you know, oh my god, be gay, blah, blah, blah. like yeah. you know, like we weren't even really included 
in it because I feel like it like us as black people weren't often included in a lot of these like in the pride stuff and the mm. LGBTQ stuff and that's because I personally feel like us as a black community didn't accept it ourselves yeah for sure for sure there's a lot of you know there's that's why I found black pride the most like iconic thing ever to see like mm-hmm. these black African men like living their truth because you just don't we don't we don't have that privilege mm-hmm. it's a privilege you know to be able to be out and accepted by your family and not being threatened with the bible and the holy devil bashing out of you and all those things I don't hear that shit from my wife 100 friends you know black people have a lot more to lose that's why you have you know you put on your sunday best it's always about looking Listen, the past looks this very is it, much so because that's all we got because you judging us before we even open our mouths anyway well, that's why in my, in my house growing up we always when we stepped out it was always mm. you representing this family you gotta look good iron your top do your hair cream your skin yeah. not just because it gets ashy but you need to be glowing bitch yeah, for before sure. instagram my mum said all of my children you're glowing <laughs> and you go outside this yeah. house because you represent me mm-hmm. um so okay like i too don't know too much about LGBTQ history but one thing I'm going to do is each episode is give a little, little bit, bit of fact now this oh, I feel like is a bit yeah. common knowledge these days yeah. but you know Malcolm X I'm going to keep it as courses in true get the belt fashion it's going to it's, we're keeping it black okay mm. it's LGBTQ but black bitch black blackity black 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 mm. Malcolm X mm. bisexual man boom hell to the no How boom what? The, the, the nigga liked niggas, babes, and Where's he liked the bitches receipts? too. I'm sorry. Well, he ain't got an OnlyFans, but <laughs> <laughs> um, just literally put it in the in 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 the Googles, and it no. will come up with many, 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 many different things. So I'm now currently reading, um, uh, from uh, the Guardian, uh, and it's a, a, a um a piece written by a guy called Peter Tatchell, um. And it basically says, let's see if I can get, you know, something here. So, it is also worth celebrating that many black leading, um, that many leading black icons have been lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. Uh, most notably, the U.S. black liberation hero Malcolm X. Um, other prominent uh, black LGBTQs include jazz singer Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. Author and civil rights activist James Baldwin, who has got some amazing pieces out. Mm. Uh, the soul singer, songwriter Luther Vandross. Blue singer Bessie Smith. Poet and short story writer Langston Hughes. Uh, and he goes on to list many, many, many um, different things. Interesting. But yes, um, Malcolm X was very much uh, a bisexual man. A good example of this... Um, let me just read this little, little little something 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 so in contrast lgbt history month which takes place in uk in february uh devotes a whole section of its website to the lives of leading black lgbt people and links to the website for black history month disappointingly this solidarity is not res- um, reci- reciprocated on the black history month websites i could not find an lgbt section or a LGBT History Month link. Again, now this is what I mean mm. about black people not really, you know, accepting the way mm. other people are. Yeah. Um, and the, the way people other people live and love. Um, 
Perhaps it is unintentional, but Black History Month sometimes feels like straight Black History Month. Yeah. Facts. 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 Okay. Facts. Don't be forgetting about the mic, baby girl. Facts. Sorry, I was getting comfortable for a second. Um, yeah, famous black LGBT people are not acknowledged and celebrated. Either their contribution to black history and mm. culture is ignored or their, sexual, or their sexuality is airbrushed out of their biographies. Yeah. A good example of this neglect is the... De- the de- Ooh, this word is the denialism surrounding the bisexuality of one of the greatest modern black liberation heroes, Malcolm X. The lack oh. of recognition is perhaps not surprising, given that some of his family and many black activists have made strenuous efforts to deny his same sex relationships mm. and suppress recognition of the full spectrum well, of his sexuality. Damn. Why the cover up? So, what mm. if Malcolm X was bisexual? Does this diminish his reputation and achievements? Of course not. Yeah. Whether he was gay, straight, or bisexual, it shouldn't matter. His stature remains, regardless of his sexual orientation. Yet yeah. people... Yeah, black of, people. Uh, but, but yet many people um, who revere him seem reluctant to accept that their hero, and mine, was bisexual. Mm. Malcolm X's bisexuality is more than just a question of truth and historical fact. There has never been any black person of similar global prominence and recognition who had been publicly known to be gay or bisexual. Young black, lesbian, gay and bisexual people can, like their white counterparts, uh, often feel isolated, guilty and insecure about their sexuality. They could even, um, they could benefit from positive, high achieving role models to give them confidence and inspiration. Who better than Malcolm X? He inspired, um, oh yeah, then the writer goes on to speak about how he inspired them. But uh, yes, he was very much a part of the uh, the alphabet zoo. Mm. So that is very yeah. interesting to find out. A hundred percent. Um, and then I'm gonna keep it uh, keep it a little bit more up to date. And for example, I would say someone that is a part of LGBT uh, history today would be someone like Emanike, who again, who has been mm. on the show, very pleased to have him on here, who recently went gold again in America for one of his singles. Mm. So congratulations, sir. Um, but yeah, like he is an icon, mm-hmm. uh, a globally Grammy nominated singer and songwriter, okay, who is very out and loud and proud about who he is and i think that is incredibly rare um to find someone of his stature and someone that is so well known to really stand on it and still be you know in mainstream um owning who he is so yeah there's an old fact and a new somebody new facts but like Mm. yeah my well you know what i found out this week actually what did you find out sis um i'm going i've got guyanese in me right that's like my home country and i found out um i was watching rupaul's drag race and priyanka from canada's drag race was the first guyanese drag queen to ever win and from that channel anyways i learned that guyana is still one of the 11 countries in the world where they can kill you for being gay no bruv my own country <laughs> rotted Kill so you what i'm doing when you go there trust me me stay in closet <laughs> <laughs> me wear me frilly dress me wear a little kitten here let me move <laughs> jesus ah shit <laughs> well on that note let's get into 
it's time to get the belt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So who, who or what does your belt? Where you, where you, where you, who you giving your belt to this week, sis? Okay, listen, yeah. Um, it has to go to this week to my main man, Piers Morgan. Okay. <laughs> now he redeemed himself in my books for a very long time. Okay. But this week, I just need to tell you, it just aggravated me. So obviously he was doing the whole like... Tell us the tea. Um, Marcus Rashford, he was going at all the mm. online bullies for racism. Duh, 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 duh. Yes, peers, fight the cause, live your life. Mm-hmm. Now this week, right, hear me out guys before... Yeah, I'm waiting, I'm, he's, I'm here. He's <laughs> trying to be like... Online bullies, how dare you come for Marcus Rashford for being racist and for Sir Tom for going on holiday when he's dying, right? And my problem is, how can you put online bullies that are coming for someone for racism and then online bullies that are coming for someone that went on holiday that's old that shouldn't have been going on holiday in a lockdown to Barbados that then caught covid of course people are gonna come for his life and my, and Piers is there like you're disgusting and I'm like they're not coming for his face they're not coming for any of his physical shit they're not bullying him they're coming for the simple fact you broke the law in a pandemic you're over the age you caught covid what do you expect? No, Who I is don't this person? Feel... Sir Tom, this this is what I'm saying. He's... Sir Tom. Sir Tom. The old the old man that he died. died. Yeah. People He died from what? COVID, because he went to Barbados, hun. <laughs> At Christmas with no. his family. <laughs> I don't wanna like RIP. I've just been seeing everyone do RIP. No, babe, he went to Barbados <laughs> with his whole entire family. Cute because he needed a break because it was a stressful year. Okay? Okay? <laughs> okay this is what i'm saying with all these stupid people on instagram being like sir tom excuse me bitches fight for something because i haven't seen your black allyship for the last five months but you want to pop up and defend sir tom when he's fucking when you're the first ones to cuss people for breaking covid laws oh pissed bro so hold up is it pierce morgan getting the belt you giving it to the deceased man <laughs> I'm giving it to Piers. So not for Sir Tom for going on holiday during COVID Listen, and dying. No, 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 because he couldn't. So I feel like he got his belt in the end. No, no, but he got the old belt. He got gay. Watch us get cancelled, or me anyway. Rest no. in peace. But I mean, you no, know. No, I don't have a problem with him. That, that his character, you can go Barbados. But, but Piers Morgan defending the people that are coming for him mm. for saying he shouldn't have gone on holiday. You can't, like... And then I'm like, Piers, and also don't be putting that in the same category So wait, this man really went, this old man, because he was 100. Bruv, his whole family took him. There's family photos of him just sitting in, in the 2020. chair. In 2020? Babe, for Christmas. Christmas? Christmas. I didn't even get to go to Bristol this because is people what were shielding. I'm because people were shielding a break because it was a hard year well it was a hard year for all of us hun and then i was like white privilege mm. this is what i mean this is why i'm like so tom so son mm, yeah so that's who's getting my belt real hard a full-on bent over ass whipping for piers morgan that's how i feel about that situation well piers wow 
I just don't, I just, I, you know, he could have defended him in any other way, whatever. But just don't bring, you know, Associated these scummy racist same... motherfuckers with these people that are actually just trying to point out moral things here. That, mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't put us in the same bracket because it's not. Yeah. Don't reduce uh, reduce racism to something like that. Going no, on holiday. Do you know what I mean? Leave me out, hun. Anyways, that was that. That's what I'm feeling. I'm glad I got that off my chest now, actually. Yes. Feels good because I don't, does, I don't know it? how to vent it without someone being like, Sir Tom. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't really know who Sir Tom was. Neither did I, but, you know, he... <sighs> Apparently he did lots of good for the world. <clears throat> yeah, like every other soldier, I don't know. Oh, he was a soldier. But higher up, I think. I know he raised a lot of money for the NHS. He raised more money, one per singular person, in a certain amount of time than anyone in history. That is mad. It is good. Props to him. But, I mean, they was the NHS that you was raising money for was really telling you to stay at home. <laughs> stay safe. And he took his ass all the way to Barbados. And that's not that's not Wales. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I was like, it's hypocrisy. You're raising money for NHS, and their number at one the advice time. has been like, stay at home, and you just didn't do that. <laughs> so my, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So my belt <clears throat> buckle um, is being. Um, thrust upon a gentleman not even a gentleman a man by the name of john holbrook um lawyer john mm -hmm. holbrook uh so he recently <sighs> tweeted um the following uh the equality act undermines school discipline by empowering the stroppy teenager of color now this equality act um, allowed um, the now 19-year-old Ruby Williams, who was told to, um, you know, get out of school in, in, in East London, it was four years ago, because she had her hair in a natural afro. She fought against it and managed to be awarded £8,500 um, with a discrimination payout uh, following you know, this Equality Act case against her school. And that is what the lawyer John Holbrook uh, tweeted, um, saying how, yeah, the Equality Act undermines school discipline by empowering the stroppy teenager of colour. Now, what I want you to empower is <clears throat> your dad's bullsack. Um, I think that's what you should do, John. Um, I really think you should empower your dad's <laughs> anal walls uh, with your fist, with your tongue, however you see fit. Um, I think that was extremely, extremely inappropriate for you to tweet. Um, what is even more mind boggling to me is that he wasn't, Fire, he was fired, but not for tweeting it, but for refusing to delete it. You should have been fired from the moment your unseasoned hands typed that idiotic tweet. Like, how is it? What do you see wrong, John? What What do you see right, sorry, um, in, in sending a girl away from school for her natural hair? Like, 
how about we send you out for looking like Ian Bill? How about that? How about we kick you out because of your of your wrinkles or because of your un, unbrushed hair? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Come as you are, mate. Come as you are. But when a black girl comes with an, an, an afro and gets thrown out, oh, no, she should be. No, don't undermine the school. The school. No, she should be thrown out. Why? Why? We let people that look like you come into school every day looking crusty. Every day. Mm-hmm. And why you needed to call her a teenager of colour? I don't know why you felt the need. For one, you could have just said that she's a black girl. But for, 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 for number two, I don't see why you needed to even reference her race. I don't see mm-hmm. what, like, the tweet, the, the tweet was dumb in itself, you know. Mm-hmm. The Equality Act undermines school discipline by empowering the stroppy teenager. You could have just stopped them. But you wanted to really be like, oh, this black girl. This, this teenage of colour. I don't get it, John. <clears throat> I feel like instead of tweeting about the, you know, the pain that young black girls go through and, like, the the the, the fight that they've had to put up uh, to get, you know, justice, instead of you tweeting about those things in a hateful way, I suggest you tweet about things like, you know, things beyond salt and pepper. Things beyond Nivea, you know, I feel like you should start tweeting about things like argan oil, Maggie Cube, everyday seasoning, paprika, you know, I feel like you need to season your life (laughs) a bit more than worrying about what this, um, the battles this young girl is winning because the battle of, of good skin is a battle I can see from this picture you are losing. And I feel like you need to redirect your energy, uh, in this year 2021 because i think it's just mad like i think it's just fucking mad so yeah um this barrister which i hope never works in law again because he's clearly fucking backwards uh john holbrook whose hole needs to be brook by his dad um gets the belt this week Hallelujah. So that is it for this week's episode of Get the Bell. Mm-hmm. Thank you again so much for coming on, Demi. Thank you very much. It's been a minute. We've, we've, I've been wanting you on the show. I know. It took a whole pandemic, a whole panoramic for us We're to make here, it happen. That's all that matters. And we are here, um, we are queer, and we are loving it. Um, if you have any questions for Get the Bell, please. Uh, contact the show at contact com. we love to hear from you if you want to nominate someone for Men in Magnificence if you have a belt to give please uh, let us know um, we will be putting our wonderful guest Demi Walker's Instagram and stuff like that in the show notes um, so just have a little scroll down so you can go give her a follow and check out and see what she's doing and when her lovely poetry is going to be out and available our melanin magnificences of course they're going to be in the bio so you can check out them and go support them we love to see it uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to add this week once again a very big thank you to ACAST for featuring Get the Belt in this month's um, Show Your Colours um, collection for mm-hmm. uh, LGBTQ History Month um, I'm gonna have another facts view next week. I'll look a bit more into it so we can have a real nice little discussion about it. Please, again, well, when sending in information, uh, let me know about any more like LGBTQ history. Um, yeah, it'll be nice things. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we fuck off? I 
Happy Alphabet Month. <laughs> happy Alphabet Month, babe. Yes. Happy Alphabet Zoo Month. Live your best life. Yes, to all my little gay boys, girls, <clears throat> non-binaries, my queers, my 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 my, 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 DL. D, my DL men's. Oh my this God. month is for you. Yes. This month is for you. F U B U, bitch. Live unapologetically. You yes. Man. Let your woman know your that you loves you a dick. <laughs> <laughs> In your anus, let her know. Oh wow! Yes. <laughs> <You went there. laughs> well, so do they. They go mm, there often. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much um, for coming on the show. Honestly, truly, very proud of you as a friend. Um, and yeah, that's it from me. Is that it from you? That's it from me. Wicked. Well, you have been uh, listening to the show that is get the belt. Uh, home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts, and I've been your host, Miles. I'm Demi. And you have been listening to Get Get the the Bell. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.